Yeah, he caught me, dude. I think I'm dying here, man. Welcome to the 3B Video Deep Cut Podcast. Watch a few movies, take a few notes. <laughs> it was fun. Aw, <laughs> yeah. It's that time again for another bi-weekly podcast with your hosts, Rotten Roger DeMarco and... Evil Dead Ings and Raj. That is nightmare fuel. <laughs> Boy, that that still kind of creeps me out, you know? Uh, there's a few things about this uh, very Canadian double feature we're getting ready to tackle that uh, has those kind of elements to it but yep another mm-hmm. franchise concluded onto a mini franchise with just two solid entries with the gate and gate dose indeed uh, Steven Dorff is on the list of terrifying things in this movie actually He's kind of the man. <laughs> I I really do. I love his work on the Limp Biscuit music video. <laughs> Mo Yer Mo Lay really pumps my nads. <laughs> I love his work. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Don't know anyone else from this movie at all from anything else that went on to do anything. Yeah. I guess you didn't need to. You'd do this, and you're like, yeah, I think I'm good. Yeah, I have. Well, I mean, this is a pretty high bar to set for anyone new to our podcast, um, jumping in and just hopping in to listen to what we think about the gate. Um, if you don't know, on we've covered this on our YouTube channel a couple of different ways. Um, I don't think we've including evil it yet, have we? Not, not uh, yet. But uh, we do have the famous evils top five questions about the gate, which is still one of the funniest videos in the world. Um, but this has been this has been a staple, I think, of both of our youths. I think for, for you know, I think it has been for a lot of people because it is, uh, with the pun pun intended, the gateway movie for horror fans. Because this is a flick that's got uh, '80s kind of nostalgia to it, horrific mm-hmm. elements, kid power. And absolutely, when the movie is all said and done, nobody dies. And anyone that dies in the movie gets completely reversed, including the dog. Yes. So we take it all back. <laughs> yes. They're like, absolutely nothing happens by the time the credits will roll. Except this house will be destroyed. So there's yeah, the, I was going to say, just there's the house party. <laughs> yeah, there's the true essence of like well, what what is the plot synopsis for the gate. It's every parent's worst nightmare. What happens when we do leave our kids home alone for an hour or three days? Yeah, and that's also how you can tell this movie's on the kids' side. Because everything bad that happens to the, the kids gets taken away. But then the parents get to come home to a house that's completely wrecked. <laughs> Yeah, house that's like, just... How come the parents didn't even do nothing wrong and they get to deal with this forever? They're going to be in debt until they die. We're going to leave you home alone for two whole days. They come back and their house is just fucking condemned. It's like the... It looks like the lot where the family lived on Poltergeist. Like the house just implodes. That's actually cleaner than what happens here. That house <laughs> just disappears entirely. Like you could just start rebuilding again. This has the frame of the house still there, but it just has a big-ass fucking hole in the middle of it. 
through through all the stories, yeah, <laughs> yeah, through, yeah, they just have a, a, a twenty thousand foot gaping hole in the middle of the entire foundation. Hey, is this pole still work? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's what I, I would use that for the opportunity to put in a fireman's pole for sure. I would just be staring down at that fucking hole when I got home and just throwing rocks and shit down and being like, how how deep does this go? I don't know if I could even uh, blame the kids. Like, well, <laughs> right. clearly this is some kind of natural disaster. Sinkhole, yeah. Like, we weren't even home when this happened. <laughs> what are the neighbors saying? That's what I really would like to know, because we have a, a tornado vortex that shoots out of this fucking hole in the ground where this tree was. Is anyone mm-hmm. else seeing this, or is this just happening to Glenn and his crew? Like, is the neighbors next door seeing this shit? It's mass hysteria. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess yeah. You want to throw down a brief plot synopsis because we just we just that, kept that is we just kept right synopsis. on moving. Yeah, I suppose. Two parents leave their kids home alone for two whole days, and every parent's worst nightmare actually happens. Indeed, they want to know. Kid parents want kids want to know why parents are so lame because we're thinking this shit is possible. Mm-hmm. Parents just don't understand. Little Will Smith cut in there, but. Uh, uh, I know I've tried to sell you on the YouTube channel, um, the Corridor Crew. I don't think so. I've never heard of it till today. Where it's like VFX artists react or uh, stuntmen react. Uh, is I know there's been a ton of people being like, "We're to say what you want about this movie, but this effect is still, still top of the line notch." And it's the the workman that falls into the mm-hmm. pile of little demon creatures. Oh yeah. Well, um, since I haven't ever officially sent you a video, I will when this podcast is over. And anyone listening, uh, if you're big into practical effects or visual effects, definitely definitely check out Corridor Crew. And they have like a whole series, uh, VFX Artists React. And it's three guys who are not insufferable. They're awesome. And uh, they watch a lot of little scenes from movies and kind of break it down and try and figure out how it was done. And then, you know... Um, they just talk about these things and there's one episode where they did uh, the gate and they just boy they're just like goo goo gaga over all the effects in the gate and uh, if you're if you're into effects this is that movie I feel like if you're a kid who would like want to design creatures or want to make monsters whatever like this would be the movie you'd watch and you'd go I want to be like the guys who did this movie because all those tricks are chef's kiss man and a bunch of the little demons just like they're it's all perspective shit because like they're really guys in suits but they're really oversized suits. Mm-hmm. I recall from yeah, watching a lot the of bonus material on the first run special edition that came out. I, don't, I never got the Blu-ray edition that has the OG cover art. I got that that first run uh, DVD release that has that random ass kid looks like he's from the fucking Goonies with a flashlight <laughs> on it. I'm like, who the hell is this supposed to be? Where'd you guys find this promo picture? Yeah, who made this? It was before they cast Steven Dorff. <laughs> yeah, I was like, who was in charge of that bullshit? Like, this is not reflective of the movie at all. Mm-mm. That is a very weird cover. Yeah, it feels like now it's an adventure. Adventure film or some shit. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I kind of, I guess it kind of is, but not, not no, in the not. aspect of like, yeah, not in the aspect of like a Goonies or a Indiana Jones or something. It's... uh 
you know, like a at home adventure, but it's more, it, it kind of takes on like a, uh, like a home invasion type, uh, mentality kinda, in that last yeah. half. Yeah. Yeah. It's also every eighties parents worst nightmare of the, the hardcore heavy metal music actually is talking about <laughs> demon shit in reverse. <laughs> and you can conjure so demons good. by just listening to records. And yeah, but only if you have a, a hole in the backyard. Yeah, if you happen to have a tree <laughs> that goes down in the backyard, a dog that dies, and then you have a lazy friend that just wants to bury him in a hole because the shelter's closed. <laughs> you read some shit off of a sketch pad from a geode rock you find in the hole in the ground. <laughs> and then like the another thing that's just completely undersold. Super undersold. Is there's a house party of all these kids, and at some point they're like, "Let's do levitation, like, like a levitation ceremony." Yeah, light as a feather, mm. stiff as a board, party game. Yeah, <laughs> and they actually levitate a like twelve year old kid who's flying across the fucking living room, <laughs> and he pulls like a light. Like Ernest, he pulls a light switch, like like the light out of the socket. And, you know, he's he's embarrassed because he's crying. I'm like, dude, is nobody going to acknowledge this kid was flying through the living room like 12 <laughs> feet in the air? And no, everyone's just like, well, it's as common. Yeah, it's as common as like, well, he tripped and it's raining outside or something. Maybe they're like, this is some good PBR, man. Like they got a buzz going. Yeah, no. Glenn is the only one who's selling that as it should be like, hey, 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 what the hell's going on? What? Give me down. They're all just like... He's polarized. Yeah, yeah, he's weightless. Gravity lost its grip. (laughs) Eat your heart out. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, no, it's terrifying. And and you and I, I think, like, anytime we ever talk about this movie, that's like the go-to. Like, nobody, even other casual people who watch the movie, aren't like, yeah, that was crazy. Like, no one ever talks about that, and it's bananas. <laughs> You're floating. Come on, man. Get away from here. And I love that impulse of, like, he's like, I want to call mom and dad. like, And tell them what you levitated. <laughs> which <laughs> which that I can agree with Al on, because she's like, because that's what she's, her defense is like, what the hell are we going to tell them? You got, we got freaked out because you levitated and pulled out a light? Like, they're going to believe that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. That's crazy talk. You've been <laughs> in the sun too long. Yeah, uh, you get me a goddamn live suspect. You can have your you can have your weird glasses friend spend the night if if that'll make you stop crying. Um, Terry, <laughs> we won't talk. Yeah, we won't talk about the levitation anymore. We'll fix the light. Which how? Which so this is where this scene to me um, is nightmare fuel. Among all the other things in this movie, which we'll get to, that are really like ah, bothersome. So Terry is going to spend the night and Terry's mother has recently passed away and it's obvious that his dad is like gone all the time and busy and doesn't care and their house is in a state of disarray. We find out in the sequel that he's the stereotypical drunk uh, airline pilot. Mm. And uh, yeah, because he takes over uh, in the sequel. Spoiler alert. But uh, no Stephen Dorff. They can't afford Dorff for two. Now nah, he's selling them e-cigs or whatever. But uh, <laughs> the the scene that bothers me the most is that nightmare. Or is it happening? Is it not happening? Like, you know, he's 
comes out of the bedroom and sees his mom at the bottom of the steps and it's got that creepy the you know the 80s nighttime look which is blue which you and I both blue, love but blue like it's and got, hazy and and it's like almost like uh filmed over cranked cuz things feel slow and yeah. kind of flowy and then uh like I really don't like like a woman's voice and uh, like with all that like slow flowy I'm going to out myself just so I hate Scream 3 like Scream 3 is a dumpster fire of epic proportions coming, it's trash coming soon our Scream franchise the 3B video podcast <laughs> one day but when Sydney has that nightmare of her mom walking through her yard and it's the, kind of the same thing it's blue I vaguely mom remember is, that it's pale and she walks up and then she's like scratching at the window yeah that I get, I have goosebumps right now. I'm like, that's scary, and it doesn't work for other people, but it works for me. So when, like, still to, like, every time I watch the gate, when his mom's calling him down the steps and I love you, and like, ugh, I don't like it. And then it, you know, turns out to be the dead dog, which is also like a, yeah, deal with that. But <laughs> I have a couple of weird moments that are creepy to me that I don't know if they are to anybody else but me. <laughs> so you outed yourself <laughs> with that one. I was like, mine are kind of weird too. Uh, the opening when uh, Glenn comes home and it's this ominous music playing and he's just looking at like a dinner table spread that's like if mm. everyone is mid-eating and then they're just gone. Something about the, just I like that camera shot of just panning over this table of food and no one's there. Something that is not creepy describing it at all, but how it looks when we see it. I, I've all... Ever since from day one when I saw this, I was like, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Yeah, Some, well, I mean. Something about that just is unnerving. Uh, another mini one is, I, and I really like like this touch. I've not seen anyone do something like this since, is the uh, family portrait on the staircase. Is they show us a couple times this family portrait on the staircase where it's all them sitting on the steps, happily family. And then once the demon shit starts taking over, they pan back over to it and, and they're looking at it and it's them all with like massive head wounds and mm-hmm. dying, dying in the self portrait. I was like, that's a, that's an interesting touch. I, I like that little bit there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is sweet. Uh, going back to that, uh, empty table, you know, um, kind of, you know, makes me think of like phantoms at the very beginning when phantoms is really scary. Phantoms <laughs> is an awesome movie, but like that first act you know they come into that town there's like cars running there's stuff in ovens baking and no one's around but i mean you ever feel like that's that's ever happened in like real life for a hot minute like you're taking a trash out or something and no one else is taking their trash out and you're just kind of looking around and like you hear like life going on but you don't see a single human being anywhere and you're like Mm -hmm. the rapture shit happened like my only one left out Yeah, no, exactly, dude, because that's what makes that scene so effective, right, is when you're watching that, you immediately f- think, like, well, what if I, like, came into my dining room and all this food was set up and no one was around? Like, there's still steam coming off the food, like, the the glass of milk has, like, sweat on it and your family's not there. Like, that's the first thing I would think is someone took them. You know what I mean? Like I, I would first I'd call for family and then I would think something. I just missed something bad. Like my brain would immediately go to something bad has happened. Strange things are afoot. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the Circle K. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so it's got horrific elements to it. I also like the phone melting into the wall. Um, mm. a- another weird one that I don't—I don't know if anyone else interprets it the same way I do, but uh, when Glenn gets uh, goes to bed. And his dad is tucking him in and telling him about uh, Glenn's past, about how it's like this. Well, his dad died, so he's probably going to be, you know, acting out a little, little bit because he's angry about that. And he kind of explains it to him, and he goes and he shuts the door, and you see Glenn looking underneath the door, and you see the light from the hallway and the do- underneath the door f- uh, frame. And it, and, and today I just see it, and it's like. Mm. It's just his feet walking, but it looks like he like turns into a monster and he's like shuffling away, like. <laughs> mm. I guess I had never taken that, but yeah. I, that's entirely that, that could just probably and probably is just me interpretation. Of it's that. like well, it's it's a kid brain, you know what I mean? It's like um, yeah, the, yeah, Cujo with Danny Penitaro or whatever the little boy's name is in Cujo, Tad Tadpole. He's a you know he thinks like there's a monster under his bed and he, every time his closet door creaks open like that whole then he can always see like the light under the door mm-hmm. and yells for his dad and his mom to come like say the monster go away poem or whatever but like yeah yeah that's like a very primal like kid fear yeah I don't know if anyone else anyone else that ever thought that definitely drop us a uh, a line on our podcast I'd love to be I'd love to know I'm not alone but I probably am <laughs> on that one. I don't know, dude. I mean, yeah, th- there's a lot of stuff in this movie that's, I don't, I, yeah, like open for interpretation, I guess. Cause that's, that's like you were saying with like the tornado, like, is this, since it's, since the demons are, they're, they're not like tethered to that family. They could literally leave that yard and go wherever, but like, the dark does ones. anyone else <laughs> see it? Yeah. Like, yeah, d- it's a, it's a weird thing. And because they're thwarted, does that mean that it is that, like you get men in black to like whoosh, don't remember a thing mm-hmm. of it? You got you got a red flashy do 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 thing in your face. Yeah, since you win and everyone comes back to life, do you just does like the memory of the the events do they go away? Yeah, I don't know. I'm also 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 get the papers, get the papers. I'm also <laughs> confused that. Um, when the ending happens and uh, our boy Steven Dorf saves the day, uh, kills the big dark one demon. It's hilarious, but it's it's confusing just because it's like he didn't have a scratch on him, <laughs> but he gets his ass blown like 70 feet out of a door, like head over it's heels. Slow. Like a ninja star. Yeah, he's low. Landed safely in the neighbor's hammock. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thank God they put that hammock up. (laughs) Oh, thank God it was big mattress pickup day for trash. He just landed in a big pile of old, wet, (laughs) soggy mattresses. Yeah, maybe he doesn't weigh much like uh, Tony Todd's rubber torso that got thrown into that (laughs) Maybe, but it's it's, it's a hysterical-looking shot. But it's like, he just gets up like, oh, like, like... Nothing like he barely not tripped. even dizzy yeah yeah <laughs> not dizzy not like oh god oh god <laughs> like not a his pinky toes not broken his caught like nothing no no tragic injury not even like a dirt streak on his jeans mm-hmm. 
Nothing. He's okay. Minor flesh wound. Both cops dead. <laughs> yeah, hundred uh, percent. But that's the kind of effects we're working with here. But the, they're 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 great. Even though you can clearly tell it's not a kid that's literally going head over heels twenty eight times out of a door, <laughs> but it still looks four hundred miles per hour. Yeah. It still looks all right. It's it's acceptable, and all the miniature work looks fantastic. This this house is huge, though. God damn. They got to have some money. God damn, do they have the biggest living room on earth. It's a mansion, this house. Open concept. So, like, this, the whole living room and everything is, like, the staircase on the side and then only, like, one little hallway. It's just, like, open from, like, main floor to skylight, essentially. Like, yeah. Like, th- it feels like a three-story. Yeah, it feels like a three-story house. It's gigantic. It feels like a fucking like industrial building from the inside. Like it looks like this when this demon comes out to be. comes out of the hole in the ground in the middle of the house. It looks like he's a hundred feet tall. Yeah, it has to be uh, the interior of that house. I have not watched special features in a long time, and I don't know that I've ever watched it with commentary. But I know Sean interior- Clark. I know Sean Clark did a uh, Horace Hallow grounds about one and maybe two. Probably so. Like the exteriors are obviously real houses, but I, oh, yeah. I would feel like all the interiors of that house are um, are built on a soundstage because, like you said, it's so tall. It's huge. And, it looks and like you to, could put to have that. Look like you could put the Hell in the Silk set entirely in there, and and still have room to move on the sides. Mm-hmm. Almost like like well, you know when he uses the rocket to take out the the thunderbolt the at the end. You, yeah, you gotta feel like the thunderbolt is like like Apollo 13 size. You know what I mean? Like it's so everything. That's got to be as tall as he is. <laughs> mm-hmm. And just gigantic. But yeah, it's a, what a, be a big open set. And what a representation of every 80s and 90s kid with an amazing toy. Batteries not included. Mm-hmm. God damn. Did they not include batteries for anything? And everything. I just want to know. I want to know why uh, like big hobby rockets like didn't i mean no pun intended why they didn't take off like why all like here we are 30 years past the making of this movie and uh i have never seen anyone to my like not that in my memory like launch a rocket no except for fourth of july yeah fourth of july i remember when i was little little like maybe five or six um it was like a little red like translucent red or translucent blue rockets like those ones you you put water like and you yeah yeah that's like the the dollar store equivalent like that's i remember getting those in summertime like or for an easter basket maybe like oh you got a water rocket cool like but i've never seen one of these like launch pad i think like it's, monster beast i think because it's really expensive for something it's essentially a firework that you're gonna be able to use once redo if you don't well, you should be able to reuse it if it doesn't have a real hard landing, right? Because they are styrofoam. I of. I don't know, but I think I remember looking like at one point uh, when you used to be able to buy. Do you remember those giant styrofoam airplanes that you could buy uh, in like three pieces yeah. and assemble? I want to say the rockets were being sold in the same area, like Hobby Lobby, shit like that. And I remember even looking then, being like, this is awfully expensive for something that's just going to blow up in the air, and then I can't use it again. <laughs> Hobby Rockets, man. I'm t- Like, 80s movies, you know, like Gleaming the Cube and stuff like that, obviously made you want to skateboard. 
uh, BMX bandits or whatever makes you want to be like, oh man, I wish I could do cool tricks on my bike. And then this movie was like, let's try and get people into rockets. Penetrated pop <laughs> culture of like, yeah, let's make rockets a real thing. Let's make rockets super cool. Because that thunder, that thunderbolt had to cost like 180 bucks. Mortgage took a mortgage out on the house to get this fucking rocket for this kid. And 180 bucks in 1987. Yeah, that's serious business. You can have the Ghostbusters firehouse, or you can have your Thunderbolt. <laughs> Which what that? Well, I don't get what happens with that. Like, she's because like, Glenn's um, Glenn. Um, the fuck is Al? Uh, Al, I'm blanking on Dorf's name. Uh, the fuck is his character's name? <laughs> I'm just having Glenn. A, no, Glenn. Glenn's Glenn's the dork. Yeah, Glenn's next door neighbor. Glenn's a friend. Why can't I think of it? I can't think of it right now either. I don't know. That's what happens. Ken's, Ken Sagos. Can't think of names. Uh, yeah. D- Marty. Marty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing out names. I've got to look at Until one sticks. No, he is Glenn. Yeah, he's Terry. Glenn. Oh, then, my God. And Terry. Glenn and Terry. What is It is fucking early. It's me. super early in the morning, folks. We apologize. Glenn, for you're a- making him mad. <laughs> Terry, Terry, oh, yeah. hundred percent apologies for mixing those names up. I am horrible with fucking names in real life. Ditto. Let alone, and we've seen this movie probably a hundred times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just that it goes was, to show you. It it's was unre- too early. It was unrequired rewatching uh, to review about it because I remember things about it. But yeah, I'm just mixing fucking names up. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know where the hell was I. You were talking about the rocket. Like, how how did he get oh, it Oh, like, yeah, away? how they get this rocket? Why is it, like, why is Al like, oh, don't forget about the Thunderbolt. It's gone. Why is it in storage? Why is she telling him it's gone? Why is it a big, like, hidden thing he hit in the, the house? Corner, he, he hit the corner of the house, right? They Like, they show, like, by the gutter, and it's No, it's damaged. in the it's in the closet. It's in the closet where they're looking for... Uh, I well, I know, but at the beginning for. of the movie, yeah. don't they show like the corner of the house, like the gutter? Yeah, he like and he, like that's he can't launch it without her because he'll he fucks and he'll fuck up and burn the house down. Mm-hmm. Which uh, least of the problems by the end of this movie. Yeah, but he has um, <clears throat> the gift to Al of the uh, kit, which he uses to light the thunderbolt, which is what he interprets as the uh, love and light. That can take down this demon, the Harryhausen demon, and two D batteries from uh, the flashlight is all that he needs to <laughs> put it together. And that's the other thing I don't understand how that works of how two batteries can light a rocket. Enough juice? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know the logistics, and I would assume that they're heavy, but and they're clearly maybe not. But they're professionals, man. They got fucking jackets with patches and shit on them, so they've done this for. It feels like decades. We we're uh, we're like the champion. We've won a championship for rocket launching. Like yeah, like got an international rocket convention tournament <laughs> that comes through once a year. There has to be like a real like fan base for this. We just don't know about it yet. Yeah, uh, someone let us know. That seems like the most dorky shit ever, <laughs> and and I'm a fucking dork. <laughs> Everybody's there. There's something for everybody, man. And I guarantee there's a convention or a tournament based system out there for this tournament. Yeah, I bet you that shit is there's tournaments, and I bet you it's got a point based system on performance, 
height, um, showmanship, all that kind of <laughs> I shit. I say we, I say we get horses and then we uh, like joust, but we use thunderbolts. <laughs> like rocket launchers at each other. <laughs> I, First person hit with the thunderbolt loses. Yeah, right into the chest. <laughs> Which we got, we got some great claymation shots. Speaking of that, in this movie where we got that major demon swinging Glenn's claymation body around, <laughs> hundred mm. feet in the air. Um, always good stuff. I, I also really like the uh, the eyeball in the middle of the hand. Yeah. That is really good. That always was. There's a, that was a creepy thing to me. Always in this movie too, for like a different kind of creepy. Like, I don't want to look at it. Cut it. Cut it out. Cut it out. Mm. <laughs> and he stabs and stabs his eye in his hand. And with yeah, with a shard of glass. Like, ugh. it's nasty. There, but yeah, there's the only thing that is quasi dated in this movie is the fact that they had no CGI so everything is kind of you know the composite like layering of of film over film over film so they could do those effects and then like um, certain people are not uh, claymation fans but you and I have always been kind of in that camp of there's a it's a charm quality there's a very yeah very certain level of charm that um, it, it predates us for sure, like claymation was happening in like the the fifties and sixties, and so like we grew up seeing those things, and then you just kind of accept them, like those old like um, like when it would be like two dinosaurs fighting. Yeah, you know the old Harryhausen stuff. You'd see that, like they would show that to you in school or whatever. Wow, oh, this is what dinosaurs would look like if they fought or whatever, and like um, yeah, you just kind of grow up with it, so it just kind of becomes the norm, even though it is an outdated. Uh, Effect tactic, it still looks really good. Does and speaking of uh, growing up, I like Al's first introduction to adulthood. Is the parents are rolling out? They leave her in charge. Which what is she uh, supposed to be? Fifteen in this? I'd say fifteen or sixteen. 15, 16 yeah, she doesn't drive. So if she's sixteen, she's a sixteen-year-old who doesn't drive yet. Yeah, but they they leave, and as the parents are pulling out, they're like, "No parties." Smash cut immediately to a big ass giant house party. And Al's all dressed up in his 80s fashion as it gets. But she is living mm-hmm. the uh, the parent life of what happens when you host a house party is you're just cleaning up after people the entire fucking night. Yep. And it just makes me think of that Dane Cook joke of like, you ha- have a house party, something always breaks that's not easy to fix. <laughs> like the refrigerator <laughs> door or some shit. <laughs> yep. That's true, And man. you just see her picking up cans and and uh, chip bags and stuff. Like, yeah, welcome to what adult it is. Hosting a house party is just cleaning up after a bunch of people you don't want in your house. Yeah, or, I mean, just have kids, you know? <laughs> you just follow them around. That's literally, just have kids. Yeah, that's a 24-hour house party. Yeah, I literally clean this house like six times a day. But I like that dose of reality that she has right there. Just like, yep, that's what, it, that's what it's really like. And it's going to be a... Mm-hmm. It's a pain to, it's not pain to host. Yeah, it's not as awesome yeah. as it is. It's always cooler to go to someone else's house party. It's a, never host your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff of yours will get broken, stolen. Demons will come. <laughs> yeah, you'll have that Hollison thing where everyone's just like, really, the TV remote, a lamp, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stealing this too? <laughs> get out. Put on our jackets. We'll make it seem like it's time to go. 
I wonder if any teenagers stole that light that Glenn ripped out of the ceiling. <laughs> you know like, they took oh, something like a coffee mug or a ashtray or some weird shit. Mm-hmm. Which if one for the house being destroyed, Dad'd be like, "Where's my mug, <laughs> Al? <laughs> Alexandra, where is my mug?" Uh, have you ever been to a house party, Evil? Were you ever uh, like, "I'm gonna go to someone's house party and"? Yeah. The, See what this is all about? Yeah, I've had a few, mostly way, way past high school. Definitely, the, I think the last ones were uh, uh, Friends of the Wife's. They had hosted a few, like, New Year's parties and stuff, and I just kind of sat back and watched. Like, I know at one <laughs> point a dude was dancing with a big potted plant, and dirt was just flying everywhere, and I'm like, glad this ain't my place. <laughs> you know what I like about you? You hardly sweat at all. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid place to put a house plant. Like a big potted plant and dirt's this. Wow, that's fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, when you were at said house party, did you do anything um, malicious? I mean, I, if they were your wife's friends, most likely not. But, <laughs> like, you just sabotage anything in the house? No, and uh, you do. You, there is the impulse when you go into somebody's bathroom and be like, "What the fuck do these people got in there <laughs> behind the behind the mirror and whatnot?" No upper decker. Nah, uh, I don't have the dexterity to to, to <laughs> pull off an upper decker. But I'm definitely like accidentally knock yourself out. Yeah, yeah, like that's just a hovering technique. I'm just not sure it will work. But I'm definitely like, <laughs> what's behind the sink? What are these people taking? What kind of crazy fucking assholes are we in the house of right now? Never. No Tabasco sauce, like, in their coffee maker or anything like that? Or... <laughs> no. Uh, ah. We did do something. I did do something like that once at a Perkins restaurant with, because uh, it was at one point a, lo- a local-esque hangout area. Mm-hmm. And when somebody got up to go talk to somebody else that came in to the restaurant for a hot minute, uh, we filled up her coffee mug with every condiment that's on the table and just let it sit for couple minutes till she got back and took a big old swig of it and I'm like oh yeah we fucking destroyed your coffee mug <laughs> uh, kind of what happened yeah uh, there was one house party when I was in high school when I was with the the ex-wife um, we went to a house party and it was started with people we liked and then obviously people we didn't like started filtering in and so we kind of become like the odd people and I did not do this but she did this which is hilarious I probably should have been a glimpse glimpse into her like psychosis but should have uh, been a trigger warning for you (laughs) they they were they had like a, a bowl of dip and they had like all these chips and people were eating the dip and the dip got low and they're like somebody fill that up and my ex-wife's like, I got it. And she takes the bowl into the kitchen and she's putting like the bean dip and the stuff, like scooping it out and putting it into the bowl. And they had canned cat food on the counter. She just took one of the cans and then put cat food in it and mixed it up with the bean dip and took it back out there. And while we watched everybody eat that bowl of shit <laughs> for like two hours and then we're like, we're going to leave. So... <laughs> That's, That's malicious enough. It's all cat food. <laughs> You're eating nine lives. Yeah, gonna remove one of your nine lives. That thing of nine lives, you just spit them all. Yeah. Woo. Gross. And I've uh, tasted 
wet cat food before just out of morbid curiosity and really yeah you shouldn't do that <laughs> uh, i never had the impulse i'm less less likely to even more now never eat a, a dog biscuit like Riggs. yeah we did try definitely in yeah. high school we did try one of these like they were super like rubbery and uh it looked like a really like a thick coated plastic but they're a little uh, dog bones but i was like oh my gosh yeah like 15 16 like me and a friend tried that. And I'm like, that was stupid. That's also the same friend I convinced that if you snorted pixie sticks, it would give you a wicked head rush. And you just. <laughs> just like a bunch of blue in his nose, just a runny blue nose. Mm hmm. Pretty much. Peanut butter dog cookies on the table for the longest time. They actually smell Ty- pretty good. Yeah, and Tyson came down one time and, like, they peel open like Oreos and everything. He didn't read them. He just saw peanut butter. He come out with like three in his hand, and he takes a bite, and he's like, are these dog treats? And then he looks at it, and they're literally shaped like dog bones with peanut butter in between them. And we're like, yeah, dummy. And he's like, eh. He's like, they don't taste that bad, but they don't taste good. I'm like, well, yeah, they're for dogs. Okay, I have a, my equivalent to that story. Uh, we used to have like three or four hummingbird feeders around the house yes uh out in the country when i was younger uh so ma would make up this uh solution to put into the hummingbird feeders i know exactly what you're talking about essentially just red food coloring water and a shit load of sugar Mm -hmm. and uh she just had this in a big like a jug container like a gallon jug container in the fridge next thing you know where you'd have water tea and occasionally she would make shit like, you know, punch and things like that. Just like the powder mixes, like Kool-Aid, like yeah, it's in there if you mm-hmm. want to drink it. Came downstairs or home one day, saw it, assumed, oh, we got, because it's in the drinking thing. Must be like some Kool-Aid or some shit. Poured a big old glass of it, took a big old swig, and I think my foot fell off that day. <laughs> Sewed it back on, and I was like, what's wrong with this with, with the Kool-Aid drink here? Like. That's hummingbird feeder. Straight sugar water, dude. Yeah, that'll <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That'll was, do it. That's the dude from Independence Day <laughs> wearing an Edgar suit. <laughs> Not Independence Day, Men in Black. Men in Black, Independence Day. Same I am really having Same. a rough morning. Same Will Smith movie. Too uh not enough caffeine. I don't know if you what you're sipping on. I'm sipping on a Dr. Pepper, but I am literally probably within under an hour of being actually awake and conscious from starting my day. Yeah. The science is uh, Gener- slowly creeping into the bloodstream. Generally, I got a good two hours or so before I'm kind of like, all right, hit the record button. But today it was just get up and go pretty much. We'll just hop right into it. Yep. So um, shit's going to be, I, I am more coherent when I'm drinking alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think uh, What else uh, In this movie have we not Officially discussed We talked about the big the big baddie The rocket, the dead dog The little demons Which I always, the little demons. I always like living vicariously Through Terry Not Glenn, Terry <laughs> When he falls down the hole and he's just 
Uh, he gets uh, bit by one of the demons. <laughs> he, just, he straight up pimp hand back slaps this fucking little guy, <laughs> and then he just steps on another one. He's all squirming and shit. Like why? Like I always thought. Like why didn't you just get him and just start fucking field goaling these little things all over the place? They're little just demon monsters, them. man. It'd be like unleashing Brock Lesnar on on kindergartners. Like it should just be a massacre. Yeah, unless they, you know, unless they're like wicked strong. But still, they're only they're, yeah. They're the length of his less foot. than two feet tall. Yeah, they're less than two feet tall. So it's like, sure, you could be like super strong. They should just but be you don't have the leverage. The like he's just kicking yeah. the shit out of these things. Yeah, just field stomping on demons. them, and like their guts flying out of their mouth and their ass assholes just like. Terry yeah, should just be, done. be throwing demon corpses up from the hole to the <laughs> surface. If like, we're going you guys, don't worry about it. Carrying them in a bag and just swinging a bag around of demon bodies <laughs> and lighting it on. That's not them for the fire. Yeah, rabid weasels. <laughs> uh, sh- you want to burn that's them? Cruel. <laughs> yeah, that's what I had in mind actually. <laughs> yeah, what if? Why couldn't they just um, dump some form of accelerant down in that hole? I mean, I guess they're demons. They come from hell, so I don't know if fire would have an effect, but. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just like a warm blanket to them, man. I like like their idea. Just like, just throw the Bible down there like, fuck it. <laughs> and that works, apparently. That, that's kid's logic right there. Like, just throw a Bible down there. It's got all the words in it. Yeah. All the all the good words. It's the cheat codes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the cheat codes for demons are in there. Which is brought yeah. to by the twin sisters that are visiting that are just uh, there to be scared shitless for the brief time they're in there. Roundhouse kick the pair of them. I think it's safer to be inside the house than outside. I think I'd be more like comfortable being outside, like back against the fence type deal mm-hmm. than in the house. Yeah, well, dude, uh, it's like, um, have you ever seen The Birds? Yeah. So I love that movie, right? It's a, it's oh, a great movie, but every, it's every beautiful time I get- cleaned up on Blu-ray. We got the Blu-ray of that. And, like, it's not like a super like 4K edition, but it's just like maybe the first run Blu-ray they put out of it. Still cleaned up, looks really, really nice. I love the uh, aesthetic of how everything looks cleaned mm-hmm. up in that movie. But every time I watch it, I forget that the solution is, let me just get in our car and drive away. <laughs> they wait the whole, they get, get attacked the whole movie, and then they're like, why don't we just go to a different town? <laughs> what if we like, leave? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so why don't we leave? Like, that's what I would be doing in the gate. Like, if, if I'm those girls, and I'm in this house, and... All this shit's happening. I'm like, I'm gonna just walk to like Pizza Hut. Like, I'm I'm gonna leave. Like, what is keeping you there? Nothing should keep you there. No, there's no locked doors or anything. No, yeah, it's not like it's a force where they can't escape the house. They they leave the house multiple times. They or go out into the front, but I guess the demons do the whole like mom and dad trickery thing. So maybe that scares them from and just run past them trying. Yeah, trying to leave ever again, I guess, is the logic. Like, oops, something spooky was out there once. Yeah. Shouldn't try it again. There's a foot and a half demon out there. We can't go out there again, man. There's like 12 <laughs> of them. It's like a bunch yeah. of cats are hanging outside the door. I'm like, what am I going to do? <laughs> like, uh, I can't leave. Why? There's 17 good- cats sitting outside the front door looking at me. It's right here, Ray. It's looking at me. Well, if they're the cats like in... Uh, Sleepwalkers, you know, jumping on your back and clawing the hell out of you. Maybe. <laughs> but, I mean, even then, how how bad could you get your ass beat? 
Yeah, if I was going to be caught on fire, if I was scratched by a cat, I would be terrified. But uh, if the, what is going to happen is what's generally what happens in any other human wound, being. Yeah. yeah, what happens to a toad when struck by lightning, everything else that happens to everyone else. Uh, just just go out there, man. You'll be all right. <laughs> Put on a couple of sweaters and run like hell. Yeah, just, you get to the car, you're fine. Just drive. <laughs> yeah. It's not like they can get through the vents or anything. You're you're all good. Uh. <laughs> but the movie movie ends in the most the most like it ends like a, a very I hate to say a very 1980s way, but it ends with a very 1980s way of they've defeated the demons. Everyone that is taken from Glenn comes back, including the dog Angus, and they're sitting on this uh, smoldering porch. To which Glenn goes, uh, "Is it Terry?" Terry, like, do you think do you think they'll notice? Yeah, you got to have the zinger. Yeah, and then you got got Glenn doing the. It's the sappiest shit, but it's it, it's fine. But he just puts his arms over both his sister and his friend. And he goes, ha 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 ha, you're my best friends. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, we're Freeze grounded frame. forever. Ha 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 ha. We're in crippling debt now. <laughs> yeah, we've ruined our parents' lives. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to come back tomorrow pissed. <laughs> Al's in trouble. <laughs> Glenn, your mom's still dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we couldn't reverse that. No uno reverse for dead mom. She died before the demons. Yeah, anything that happens post-demons will be reversed. But if it's pre-demons, you're like, no, that shit's going to stick. That's just it's how it's not it is, like buddy. Master of the Universe the movie where they're gonna reverse the parents dying just for just for a good ending. It would be hilarious. That's the alternate ending we need. Like everything comes back to normal, so he get so uh, Glenn is all happy, or Terry's all happy. Like oh, like and runs home expecting his mom pulls up slow motion. Terry, get in the <laughs> car. Takes him then the mom peels her face off and it's one of those little demons and they drive off and yeah it's the workman and, stuck red in the green wall striped <laughs> the red and green striped convertible yep <laughs> yeah that's that's all we're missing we're missing that or just the sadness uh, of him running home thinking his mom is alive and then just the house still being empty and like her her like obituary card or whatever is <laughs> still on the table been etched out. It's in the instead of the slow motion, the Freddy's jingle. You get them doing the 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 calling of the demons. <laughs> Credits. Boom. That's the gate two. Yeah, hey boy. When we get to the gate two, if you have this movie reversed everything. Holy shit! Is gate two the maybe the most Canadian horror movie ever made? Uh, I'm v- like very new to the gate too. Probably, um, I'd probably seen it once when I was younger. It's weird. And then got it on Blu-ray when Scream Factory put it out. And mm-hmm. um, same. Just kind of like, okay. And that's why we were talking off air. Like, I mean, it's the gate, but it's not the gate. You know. It, it is not the gate. It is weird. Yeah. Like, between House and House 2, the second story. Like, that kind of... It's that different and that weird. But, Big jump. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. That That's that's for then, though. Mm-hmm. Here, we're still talking The Gate. So, 
Hey, Randy here. Since we really like the gate, would you like to hear some people that, that didn't like the gate at all? I wager to bet there is no one who doesn't like the gate. Oh, you think this is a Maniac Cop 3 scenario? Well, I hate to prove you wrong, but it's time for them one-star reviews. Hated it. There's a few on here. <clears throat> Not too many, though. So Maniac Cop 3 still reigns supreme. The greatest movie of all time. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Roy. October 23rd, 2019. One star. It's for kids, I guess. Wait. What? <laughs> it's for adults? He's writing this review as watching. Yeah. <laughs> It's hitting him in real time. Like, holy shit, that's real? Technologist. Technolog technologist. March 25th, 2021 star. This movie did not stand the test of time. I enjoyed it the first time I watched it. Four stars. I suppose all the cheesy movies out there, uh, out there, this sort of fit in. It is not today. It's an awful movie, awful topic, and an awful script. Wow. I completely disagree. <laughs> Joe Werner, October 14, 2019, one star. <clears throat> ah, my nose. Ah, my eyes. Throw, throw this movie into the backyard hole as a sacrifice. He's clever. Mm-hmm. Vivid Violet. That's a good name. I like that. It sounds like a stripper. <laughs> On December 22nd, 2020, one star. Oh, my God. Never in the history of misleading Amazon reviews have I watched a movie this horrible. It sucks in every way. The script Jesus. is as bland as a regular as regular chicken ramen. Mm. I'm not a big chicken ramen. I'm not a big ramen guy in general. I, no, ramen is trash. The kids like it. <laughs> yeah, but your kids are going to love it. 100%. Because <clears throat> it has no flavor. <laughs> Pl uh, quiet guy on uh, December 19th, 2020 says one star plop <laughs> less than a B movie more like an F wow for fantastic mm -hmm. A.A. Ron on uh, November 2nd, 2019 one star horrible, just horrible just horrible mm-hmm <laughs> And uh, the last one star on here, I had to say this one for last because I figured you would like this one most. From Art on October 5th, 2019. One star. Dead dog. <laughs> Review. One dead dog. <laughs> it gets the one star for the one dead dog. Which, generally, I would agree with the man. But because mm -hmm. the dog comes back to life at the end of the movie... It rectifies everything, which I even told my youngest when I had her watch it for the first time. We see the dog croak. And I look at her and go, don't worry. He'll come back. As an evil, evil dog. Judd, come get your dog. 
uh, I will say this about the reviews. I'm, I mean, sure, there's probably some other ones because I know you, you like to cherry pick. Yeah, a lot of ones complaining about they're not available in certain areas, they don't stream correctly, or the discs are broken. I really had a hard time finding the genuine, like, review reviews. I had to look yeah, for Yeah, like, I don't like this because. Yeah, I had to find, like, and even just finding it under the regular Amazon search engine, like, I had to look for the Blu-ray, like a Blu-ray and DVD copies to find reviews that way for whatever reason mm. on this one. It was just being, it's being difficult. I am really surprised that some of the newer reviews mm-hmm. uh, did not complain about language because uh, oh, we there's have one in there. Yeah, uh, just not shut the F, up. Not the F U, <laughs> the F A, yeah. uh, which always makes me laugh. <laughs> that is the funniest. I love the way he says it, and then he just kind of like away. <laughs> runs away. Yeah, like a typical kid. Like, oh, yeah, dude's like bad mouth you and the dude's like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I am not. I'm trying to bone your sister. But, but <laughs> which he looks like a senior in high school. It looks like he is really, really treading on uh, underage. He's old enough to buy them. Yeah, to buy them the alcohol. I'll look up to him because he's got a driver's license. It's awesome. Oh yeah. But, yeah, I was really surprised because uh, every time, like, we just covered Back to the Future on our YouTube channel and a lot, a lot of complaints about language. And to me, it's very mild. And, yeah, you know, and, and the same with the gate where I'm like, that does not, that language does not bother me, but I know it bothers people. So I'm, like, expecting <laughs> people to be like, let me tell you why this movie Da, 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 you know. Yeah, I didn't see anybody referencing the, the language of uh, that particular scene in there. Um, yeah, which is good. Yeah, sure. Maybe we're loosening up a little bit. <laughs> I'm not going that far. I'm just going to say it was just overlooked because of a dead dog. Yeah, the dead dog will... Uh, dead uh, dog's... the trump card for yeah, sure. Dead dog's trump gay slurs. One use of one yeah. gay slur, which I'm... Dead I'm, dog and dead mom, too, which is also depressing. Yeah, but already <laughs> dead. <laughs> Already dead is not the same as dying on screen. By potato truck. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> loose potato truck. Much more tragic in real real time. Than That's your Amazon. Happen. That right there is your Amazon user review. Loose potato truck. Loose potato truck. I love it. <laughs> or a punk band. We are a loose potato truck, and we're here to peel away your desires. Yeah. Uh, you ready to get mashed tonight? Uh, sorry, that's really terrible. <laughs> but now that we're done with the oh, Amazon gosh. One Star reviews, evil. Sweet potatoes what does are that opening mean? for him. It's time to play the game. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. It's all about the game. And how you play it, demons are going to ring the doorbell. Are you sure about that? Even Lemmy's uh, fucking up today. <laughs> it's early, damn it. Uh, that's right. It is time to play the game. And if you're new here, welcome. But you're probably scratching your head asking yourself, what is the game? Well, the game is a deep cut in and of itself where you got to pick a prop from the movie that we are covering. But it can't be a well-known prop. So since we're covering the gate, I'm going to say you can't take one of the little rubber monsters and you can't take the thunderbolt because i feel like those are low-hanging fruit anything else i feel like is fair game so let us know 
on the comments on this podcast. Let us know on Discord, Patreon, Facebook, YouTube, wherever you find us. Let us know, because we gotta know what you pick. Um, but just make it weird. And uh, Evil, this is your baby. I think I hmm. will let you go first. I want the uh, the kids' sketch pad, because, man, did we used to have so many of those damn things back in the day. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's like you could write on this paint on this uh, plastic sheet mm-hmm. and lift it up, and it would clear the sheet for you. Yeah, and you could buy there for like a dollar, and some of them would be like real Ghostbusters, Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever thing you were into, you could get mm-hmm. one of those. Yep, I want that thing. He Man. Yep, that's awesome with the and it with the spell on it. Like, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Nice. I'll frame that shit. I think. For my prop, um, I want to take Terry's battle vest. <laughs> Killer doors. <laughs> yeah, I would either take his battle vest, or if I'm feeling real... Um, the blanket, and he puts them over his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the rainbow blanket. Yeah. I love the rainbow blanket. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't say you that the be- record would have been low-hanging fruit. I guess that would be too, right? Because that's like the the incantation or mm. whatever. Like that's the means that that's like essentially the Necronomicon of this movie. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be low hanging fruit. Don't pick that. <laughs> um, Late entry. I know we've discussed dead dog props, uh, <laughs> but I think you and I we may have un did we uncover that this was a real dead dog? I don't think so. It it sure as hell don't look like it. For some reason, uh, maybe Matt Brown tried to tell me it was a real dead dog, and I was like, I don't know, man. Um, He's kind of overplaying how heavy that is to carry around, and I don't think it's that heavy for a teenage boy to do. Just carrying around dead weight. Yeah. Probably like a 60-pound dead dog. Maybe. Maybe. I don't even think that much. Yeah, maybe. There's a lot of hair. A lot of hair. Mm -hmm. A ton of hair. Yeah. Makes it look bigger than it really is. If you shaved it, it would be much smaller. I don't know. Way less. But uh, we do love us some dead dog props. Um, and I, I was really kind of surprised you didn't go with that to put around your um, fuselage and dead cows. <laughs> yeah, I got too many dead animal props around here. I need to vary it up somewhat. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll save the dead dogs for another franchise. But uh, Mm-hmm. I just always like that sketch pad thing. I wish I could have one of them again. Such a sign of the times, those stupid things. And I had so damn many of them. You can't find one at like a, like a dollar store? A five I'll and see, dime? I'll, I'll do some looking. Yeah. I'll I've never seen looking. one. Not seen one again. That's a dead technology, man. <laughs> yeah, from when we were kids. Now everyone has tablets. Yep. Don't need that old shit no more. But the carbon fiber, like the, man, it was so cool. They were cool. They were. They were They're literally like dollar store etch a sketches. Yeah, pretty much. That's a good way to good way to put it. Yeah. And you could draw better. You could draw better on them than you could on an etch a sketch. You remember the ones that had the uh, the magnet bits in it that you could move around and put they had like a blank face and you could make like hair and eyebrows and a beard and shit on people. Oh, absolutely. I remember that. Give me one of them too. Yeah, I'll see if I can find you something, man. That's I'm gonna play like it's nineteen eighty seven all over again. <laughs> <laughs> We got like footy pajamas and we're watching Heat Man. Yep. Playing with toys on the floor. Mm-hmm. Eating sugary cereal. Mm hmm. Till our teeth hurt. 
my feet fall off. Gimme, 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 gimme diabetes and gimme, gimme retro toys. And then I gotta shit my ass because I ate way too much milk. Oh, it's that trumpet <laughs> and the chocolate pudding thing that I sent you. <laughs> uh, that's Thanksgiving mud butt. Yeah. <laughs> but I suppose on that note, Evil, we should probably get going because, after all, there's a lot of movies out there and somebody's gotta watch them. So why not us, right? You mean you guys are serious about that demon stuff? <laughs>